0: happened in the movie? Now. You're looking at now, sir. Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened to then? We passed that. When? Just now. We're at now, now. Go back to then. When? Now. Now? Now. I can't. Why? We missed it. When? Just now. When will then be now? Soon. Everybody. This is Harrison Lichner. Uh, I wanted to apologize up front. Uh, recording went a little wonky this week. Uh, I got a little over-enthusiastic with uh, controlling the levels, since I thought my dad sounded a little uh, hot on the mic on the Avatar episode last week. And it uh, kind of shows. He sounds kind of quiet. I sound kind of loud. I don't think I uh, tested the audio properly before setting up the recording. I'm, this is very much a amateur operation so i hope you can forgive me for that uh i deleted a couple of minutes out of this episode because it just sounded horrible but i think the rest is more or less listenable if this one gets the least downloads or listens of any episode we do i understand why and i hope you'll forgive me uh in the meantime yeah we basically went over uh the history of mel brooks as a director Real quick, and I will try to lead us into where that was. So he started off in 1967 with the producers. The Twelve Chairs in 70. He did Blazing Saddles and Young Frankenstein, both in 74. Silent Movie, High Anxiety, History of the World Part 1. Spaceballs in 1981. uh, Sorry, 1987. There was a six-year gap between History of the World and Spaceballs. Uh, and then followed up by Life Stinks, and that should lead us directly into the episode. Thank you. Uh, Life Stinks, then Robin Hood Men in Tights in 93. Good one. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the last movie he actually directed was in 1995, Dracula <laughs> Dead <laughs> Loving It, uh, which I think part of the issue with Robin Hood and Dracula, not making as much money comparatively, is that they were following big giant, recent Hollywood blockbusters. Uh, the the Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves movie, and then um, Bram Stoker's Dracula. But they chose to make fun of the Robin Hood and Dracula from the 30s and 40s. Okay. So it was a very out-of-date reference. Yeah. Like, having grown up on those movies, I quite like them, but I can understand how a general audience would have no idea what's going on. Why are they making fun of this thing? What, what's going on there? Eh, whatever. Did you have any uh, standout moments from Spaceballs? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, loaded question.
1: Uh, I, I, it was it was fun to see again. Okay. Uh, I had forgotten so much of it, uh, and there's so many one-liners in there oh that, uh, that I use still use today. Oh, yeah. And um, I don't even realize I'm using them. Like, if I bump into something, I will frequently say, that's going to leave a mark. <laughs> and uh, other things, but um, numerous classic Melbourne Lines.
0: <laughs> numerous.
1: Come yeah. the desert. Come the desert,
0: yeah. Come the desert, the one that we're always referencing is uh, evil will always triumph because good is dumb. Yeah. Oh my god, that's a real frequent that's, that's one in our household. Perfect. That's
1: perfect. Yeah, I mean, if, if, that's not on you, if that's not on your tombstone, then I don't know, I can't
0: help you. <laughs> you want that on your tombstone or my tombstone? I think
1: everyone should have it. Oh, okay. It just should be just
0: everybody. You sure you don't want, uh, um, I see your Schwartz is as big as mine? Yes,
1: okay. <laughs> mm-hmm,
0: yeah. I feel like this is going to be a really short episode because all we're going to do is oh, just talk done? about our favorite lines. Uh, go
1: out and do something with your life. Well,
0: If we can push it past ten minutes at least, that would oh, be okay. cool. Yeah, let's <laughs> give people a freak. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, we've already like lined up the next couple of episodes. I think we're doing Dark Crystal next week, okay. and then um, I think we said uh, Fistful of Dollars, oh, the uh, yeah. the, okay. the 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 actual Western movie. <laughs> oh, you know what? Okay, so as a callback to our first episode, uh, the Mandalorian, we were discussing spaghetti westerns yes. and how they would film the westerns in Italy yes. to be cheaper. Uh, guess where? A lot of the Mandalorian was shot. Oh no kidding! <laughs> <laughs> I think it's specifically they shot like in, in the areas surrounding Venice. But uh, yeah, I, I I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that makes the Mandalorian officially a spaghetti mm-hmm. western. Good point. Uh, or a spaghetti space turn.
1: Yeah, it's not a
0: yeah, it's not a western yeah. It's spaghetti
1: sci-fi. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Spaceballs. um space balls. Space balls. So many references. Well, there there were many references to other movies. Um, and oh my we, God! We briefly discussed that on the way out the door. Oh, by the way, a the new theater, uh, Newtown, Pennsylvania. Um, if you ever get a chance to go, it's an old theater built in 1831, 30,
0: 34, 31,
1: something. <clears throat> um, and the uh, first first motion picture was uh, was uh, um, aired in
0: 1906 or 7. Yep, and it's the country's oldest continuously running movie theater. Yes. And this is almost nothing to do with Spaceballs. In fact, it has the opposite to do with Spaceballs. But uh, Newtown is in Bucks County, Pennsylvania. And we were talking about this the other night, uh, briefly, but the M. Night Shyamalan film, Signs, was filmed partly in Newtown, Pennsylvania. And oh, God. So... Mel Gibson has eaten at the Newtown Pizzeria, which is alarming and gross and gross. Uh, And it just so happens we're discussing Mel Brooks, perhaps the world's most famous uh, Hitler fighter uh, (laughs) across all media. Oh, which uh, tangent on a tangent, bringing us back to the original thing. So in Sweden, Spaceballs was renamed springtime for space because apparently sweden has decided that their bit is to name all of mel brooks's movies a riff on springtime for hitler Hitler. so springtime for space springtime for robin hood they've that's like their bit and they've committed to it as as a as a culture i guess uh which is bananas but i just very much remember the uh uh While they were filming signs in Newtown, like at our local high school, there was this rumor going around, we've got a very special guest coming in today. Oh my God, it's going to be Mel Gibson. Oh my God, it's Mel Gibson. And this was like 2003, well before... His insanity was publicly known, <laughs> so we we were understandably excited. And then we'd get to the big, giant assembly, and who walks in the door? Ah, it's our local councilman, or something like that. Uh, it's like, ah, uh, oh, that's disappointing. We wanted Mad Max. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah.
1: <laughs> Mad Max to drive in.
0: We might have to. I know we watched it together well before we started this podcast, but we might have to go back and rewatch Mad Max: Fury Road together. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the 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 end to the Signs story really is: uh, we were sitting uh, in the local movie theater again, like two thousand three, two thousand four, and the trailer for Signs began, and it starts listing like. It it comes up in this big, like, typewriter font. It's like Roswell, New Mexico, 1958. And you see, uh, or 1948, and you see, like, the crop circles. And, like, it lists other places. And then you see crop circles. Moment of silence. Bucks County, Pennsylvania. And the whole audience at the AMC 24 just goes bug nuts. So excited. I got to pause this because I think we're coming up on where you and... Nope, we're not quite close. Mom has tasked me with, because they can't fast forward on the app on their TV, they've decided to ask me to pause it when it gets back to the point of the show they were at. So that's my job tonight. Uh, My parents are watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine, the pilot episode. Let us know what you think and who your favorite characters are. So Spaceballs...
1: Obviously Star Wars. Uh, The whole... Oh, uh, yeah, that's like the foundational... Characters, Han Solo, Chewbacca, uh, even the opening uh, um, words. uh, The opening uh, crawl. Crawl, scaling back through uh, the stars Uh, a long time ago in a galaxy, very, 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 very far away, that kind of stuff. And uh, um, the uh, Millennium Falcon was... uh,
0: actually a Winnebago with wing. The Eagle Five, which is great because like, it, later in the movie when you see them at the gas station, you actually see the Millennium Falcon parked there, <laughs> like the actual one. Yeah. And like, there was a family sitting next to us, and I'm pretty sure it was the first time the kid, who couldn't have been more than like seven or eight, I'm pretty sure it was the first time he saw the movie, so you you saw the family like leap out of their seats and point at the yeah. screen when the Millennium yeah. Falcon the actual one shows up. <laughs> So something the kid would actually appreciate mm-hmm. yeah Well, it, 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 I doubt like he was getting most of, I hope he wasn't getting most of the jokes in the movie uh, come yeah. to think of it but stuff like Dark Helmet that's such a great weird concept like just this tiny Rick Moranis and this Rick, oversized Rick
1: Moranis was perfect oh god Perfect for that
0: part. I awesome. he he's he's more or less come out of retirement. He had been retired from making right movies for like twenty odd years there uh, uh, because his wife passed and he just wanted to focus on raising his kids. But he's kind of back now, and the rumors of Spaceballs two have been circulating for a while now. So I'm not like holding my breath, but like the concept I heard. Was that well the concept that I kind of want is that they would make fun of the new Star Wars trilogy really right. so it's like the next generation sort of thing but I really uh, the one that I heard was that they were going to call it Spaceballs three the search for Spaceballs two
1: <laughs> yeah a, a joke in space in Spaceballs is uh, when we make Spaceballs two the
0: search but, uh, for more money yeah. <laughs>
1: Merchandising.
0: Oh, my God. Okay, so that merchandising sequence, this is the first time I caught it because it's the first time I saw it on a TV bigger than, like, 25 inches or something like that. But when they're going through all of the different merchandise, so Spaceballs, the coloring book, Spaceballs, the lunchbox, the lunchbox, I think, is literally just a Transformers lunchbox. I didn't notice any... Yeah, like, like well, if you're familiar with the character of Optimus Prime, you see this big blue... uh, Blue and red robot truck thing on the front, and it's okay. like, wait, wait a minute. Okay.
1: Really? I, just, That's... I, I guess you were just supposed
0: to assume it was, you know. I, I, I can only assume. I didn't even look. Yeah, like. Yeah. It's funny. She's. <laughs> really? Why? Like, you could have. You put that much production value into everything else. Uh,
1: well, then they put Transformers in there. And as a matter of yeah, fact, all right. they did Transformer with. With
0: the, oh uh, yeah, you're right. Good the call. The mechamade
1: transformed maid. into <clears throat> the the maid. Oh my god, the
0: maid. <clears throat> the, the trans- which we were talking about this on the, the the ride home, but like they absolutely reverse engineered the design of the maid uh, to. Resemble the Statue of Liberty, just so that they could do the Planet of the Apes joke. <laughs> and, well, yeah. Why did the Planet of the Apes get? I I, mean, what- I guess that's that's like a science fiction thing they hadn't covered.
1: What link? When did Planet of the Apes come out? Movie? It was. Nah, movie uh, right? uh, uh, I'm gonna say
0: 1968, but I'm gonna Google right. it real quick.
1: But I mean, what- Planet, Planet of why, why the Apes.
0: I mean, Sorry. It was so obscure? I mean, it was neat. Oh, hey, I was right. 1968. Yeah. Well, I think that's like, I think. That was another major science fiction franchise that they hadn't gotten the chance to make fun of in the film. Like, they even squeezed in Aliens. They got John Hurt, who was the guy in the original Alien that the, the, the burster yes. burst out of, and they just got him back to do the same yes. exact thing in this movie. Which, been. not again! I love yeah. John Hurt so much.
1: Yeah, so there was Aliens in there. Oh was my
0: was god. Uh, <laughs> just to do Michigan J. Fra. <laughs> what?
1: Can you remember any other
0: movies they... Speak? Frequently asked questions. Is this movie based on a book? You kidding me? I'm going to click on that. Is this movie based on a book? No. The movie is a parody of the original Star Wars trilogy. Oh, my God. There is a book adaptation of the movie called Spaceballs The Book. <laughs> <laughs> By, apparently, R.L. Stein, The guy who did all the Goosebumps books way back when I was uh, in like yeah. elementary right. school. Right. That's amazing. Uh, okay, of course I'm not seeing it in here, but yeah, uh, obviously, um, Star Wars is the main one, uh, um, Star Trek, they do the whole beaming thing. Yes. Uh, and the Vulcan neck pinch.
1: Yes, the Vulcan neck pin. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Planet of the Apes, Aliens, okay, we're up to five. I, there's gotta be more, uh, like, the, the one dude's name is Colonel Sanders. Right. Like, they, they, they just went for Broke on everything, and I love it. I I know he was supposedly the Wookiee type thing. Oh, you know what? Okay, so Lone Star, the main character of Lone Star, played by Bill Pullman, he's obviously supposed to be, like, in the story, like a mix of uh, uh, Han Solo and Luke Skywalker, okay. really, just, like, composited into one, right. but he's featured, he, he's introduced wearing a cowboy hat and a leather jacket, and I'm like, oh, they're trying to do Indiana Jones as well. Because like everybody else is wearing like space clothes or a wedding dress or like is a dog person in a jumpsuit. but then Bill Pullman is just wearing like you own that shirt yeah. and a nice pair of khakis. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah this is space sure it is. Yeah, All right it's a
1: stretch but yeah we might be able to, <laughs> we might be able to train that one in.
0: Uh, I, I like to think so. Oh, yeah, because they, they also, well, that's just a reference to Temple of Doom. That's not really a parody of Temple of Doom. Oh, and I did look up, because uh, you were curious as to, like, all of the Spaceballs wore belt buckles. Yes, I know. And, and,
1: and we never got, never got...
0: Uh, well, I, I googled this on the way home, because it's a pretty small detail. They don't really, uh bring attention to in the film. But you can buy them now off of Etsy. People hand make them and sell them. And it looks like, a bit like a dime, uh, the way it's set up, but it's got President Scroob's head on it, facing to the left. And it says, Planet Spaceball, Scroob the people. <laughs> Which also, I want to point out that Scroob, his name is just an anagram of Brooks. So they really didn't—they okay. re- he really didn't stretch too far on that one. That's good. That's good. <laughs> how is this movie sitting only at a 59% on Rotten Tomatoes? This is truly like Rotten Tomatoes is just straight garbage. Well, how does Terminator Dark Fate rate better than this movie? That's mm-hmm. what is that?
1: Classic movie.
0: Yep, absolutely.
1: See, very entertaining.
0: Mm-hmm. Lots of
1: lots of laughs. There was a, in the audience. There were parents who were right. clearly had seen it originally, and they were bringing their little kids. Oh my God. to see it.
0: We had a pretty good crowd. It yeah. was about forty
1: or fifty people, I yeah. think. And uh, people were just guffawing and laughing and pointing <laughs> and and uh, uh, jumping out of their. Chair seats when, when things would happen. Oh my god. Um, uh, clearly coming to see uh, an old favorite. Good old favorite.
0: Oh my god, absolutely. I kind of hope they do another uh, Mel Brooks sometime soon. Do, do you have like a favorite Mel Brooks movie or. Wait. Nope.
1: Wait. Uh, Police Academy. With the guy with. Oh,
0: the, right. Um, with the, Michael uh, Winslow, yeah. Yeah, with,
1: with all these sound effects.
0: Uh, yeah, we Googled him on the way home. If you and
1: remember, the uh, Police Academy, <laughs> uh, black guy that would do all the sound effects, like sitting in front of a microphone or a computer or something that beeps and whistles and twerbs and stuff. He yeah. was in there. We, so that was another reference to another movie series. Uh, and we found out that. What's he doing now?
0: Uh, well, if you Google his name, the first uh, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, seven things that show up on his. Uh, Profile are all the police academy movies, but they're all out of order. So it's one, four, two, three, six. Uh, Yeah, it's just so, and then followed by Spaceballs. And presently, if I'm remembering off the top of my head, he is a a couple years ago he legit did a uh, all of the sound effects and foley work for a video game. So let me see if I can pull that up uh, because IMDb because that that's a hell of an undertaking to do, it, like, all the sound effects in the video game. But he's still he's still kicking at it. Yeah, that was fun. Um, fun to see him. Yeah, he's never really stopped working. He's got at least one or two things coming out a year for the past Great. 30 years. Yeah, um, a lot of stuff for TV movies one episodes of different stuff. Oh my god, there's a TV movie from 2016 I'm seeing on his profile called Two Lava, Two (laughs) Lanchula. I'm going to open that in a separate tab and I'm going to pull, if I can, bits from his scenes in that movie to play later. He plays a character named Marty. He's also in a movie called Killing Hasselhoff. Uh, all right, sure. Brock's Diner versus the undead, which is in pre-production apparently. That, it, it, yeah, it's a little, it's a little buck wild. Oh, he was in the Police Academy TV series. What? There were 26 episodes of that show. Wow. What? Well,
1: I know. All, all right. 26.
0: Yeah, same. Uh, the uh, movies were fun. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, so yeah, did you uh, did you have a favorite Mel Brooks movie or a Mel Brooks project? Um, um,
1: <clears throat> I like High Anxiety.
0: That's a fun one, yeah. Um, eh,
1: history of the World. Uh, that's always good. Mm, that's it. That's it. Nope. Uh, stop, um Spaceballs is good, but uh, I, I don't know. I, I put it up there with those two.
0: Okay. But... My- this is kind of cheating. Oh, but well, I'm sorry, Young oh,
1: Frankenstein. Yeah. It's probably, actually, is probably
0: my favorite. Okay, Young Frankenstein.
1: Frankenstein.
0: We did see the Young Frankenstein musical, yes. like, as a family. God, yes. like, in 2007.
1: Yes.
0: Uh, in its final days of playing. Yes. Uh, which, I gotta say, uh, my favorite project of Mel Brooks, it's not really one that he directed, but the producer's musical is probably Young, my favorite. Yeah, producer's is... He didn't... I'm going to go with Frankenstein. He, well, I mean, yeah, but like, that's kind of cheating because Mel Brooks didn't direct the producer's musical, but he did write and compose all of the songs for it. It's basically a Mel Brooks it's, yeah. it's, it's It's, well, then if you see the movie of it, it's a movie based on a show based on a movie, all Right. which is kind of great uh but yeah the i i always felt like as much as i love the film young frankenstein the play the musical young frankenstein it was just like you're trying to do the producers again but it's not going as well because all you're doing is waiting for putting on the ritz, (laughs) and then after putting on the ritz, it's like why isn't the show over there's still half an hour left in this show if you remember it was off broadway so way off these <laughs> the sure uh alright yeah you, did you have anything else you wanted to mention about spaceballs or Mel Brooks in general because we're, we're pretty much done nope. I think no
1: nope. Good nope.
0: got, a, got a favorite line that we haven't talked about uh
1: I guess may the Schwartz be with you may the
0: Schwartz be with you yeah I mean, that comes out once in a while for no reason. Oh, God. Oh, I'm finding pictures of literally Darth Vader and dark helmet having a stare down. (laughs) And that's kind of great. Every year I go to Baltimore Comic Con. There's a table that sells, like, uh, uh, 3D-printed tchotchkes and stuff. And every year they have a full-size 3D-printed dark helmet helmet. And every year I'm just kind of like, should I buy that? Yeah. I probably shouldn't. Yeah. Uh,
1: how right. about um,
0: Ludicrous Speed? Ludicrous Speed. Ludicrous speed. I, I'm still not even entirely sure what that's in reference to. I get the whole, like, she's gone to plaid is like a reference to 2001 A Space Odyssey with that freaky ending where it's okay. all psychedelic and trippy. That's another. But yeah, scenario. there it is. Okay, that's fair. Um, I guess they just did the monolith that, in History of the World Part 1.
1: <laughs> how fast can you go? Yeah. Beyond that yeah. speed. That would be ridiculous speed. <laughs> Well, beyond ridiculous speed, well, that's ludicrous. I, like, so I don't know. I don't know what. I don't think there's anything past the
0: ludicrous. No, because there's also like it might have. I don't know the age of the song, but I thought, well, maybe it's a reference to the song Fast Car. Maybe it's by Ludicrous. Nope, it's by Tracy Chapman. All right. Um, so I don't know music all that well, so I had to Google that one. Please don't yell at me. Uh, I just. I think we're pretty much done. Yeah. Which it's yeah. the the problem with doing movies that are ridiculous and endlessly quotable. Like if we ever do Monty Python and the Holy Grail, uh, it's going to be a five minute episode and it's yeah. just going to be us going knee yeah. the whole knee, time. Knee. Me. Yeah. With coconuts. <laughs> no, that's a fun. I did see the Broadway show Spamalot and the cast autographed my coconuts. Oh my god. I- Yes, yeah, thank you. I've got Hank Azaria's uh, autograph in my coconuts. Nice. It's a good time. Okay, Alright. Uh, <laughs> I, I haven't yet. Uh, yeah, so... we uh, good. <laughs> take that out of context. Isolate that sound quote, please. Uh, I have been Harrison Lichner. You can find me at H-D-L-I-C-H-T-N-E-R on Twitter and uh, uh, Muscle Nerd Studios on Facebook. Please rate, review, and subscribe. We have yet to have any rate or reviews that actually show up. I think, like, you need to have so many reviews on iTunes before any show up, which is cheating, I think. Like, why? Why would you do that iTunes? Whatever. Doesn't matter. Uh, Dad, you want to sign us out?
1: Yeah, like, yeah, somebody review. I mean, what? first of all, you're not doing a damn thing. You're sitting there listening to, <laughs> to like, one of the most obscure podcasts. You know, like, really... <laughs> Really, this is what you do <laughs> with your afternoon or evening or whatever. So, like, somebody review it <laughs> and, and go out and make something, you know, do something with your
0: life. Bye, everybody. Dear me, what are those things coming out of her nose? Hey, hey, watch my helmet! Uh, 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 Spaceballs? Oh, Oh, sh**. There goes the planet.